The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello, everyone, and um, welcome to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live, live this week from Raleigh, North Carolina. Last week, it was necessary for me to have a replay, uh, but that's okay. I am back. And and before I move on, I, I do have to do a shout out here. Um, you guys at home or wherever you're listening to the wonderful uh, Unity online radio shows with all our incredible hosts here, you never get to meet the people behind the scenes, Lewis and Jeff, that are running everything, that are making sure things get going smoothly. And when I make mistakes, try to fix me, even though it's an impossibility. But they are super people. And uh, Diane Ray, who has her own show, here um, is running things with Unity Online Radio, and I just want to give a shout out to them to show our appreciation. Because uh, quite honestly, you can't do this all yourself, you know. You know, it's not that easy to to get this going. I mean, I'm having enough difficulties doing my own Zoom broadcast when I'm doing classes and stuff. No less an entire radio show, right? So uh, thank you. Big thank you, Lewis and Jeff. You guys are incredible, and we so appreciate you here at Unity Online Radio. So, um, okay, now that I said that, um, he'll keep me going and sounding good. Okay, good. <laughs> See, there's always a reason. No, there's not. It's just my reason is because I care and I and I love these people. So today's show is going to be a real interesting one uh, because we're talking about past lives. And we're not talking about this past lives. We're talking about other past lives. Um, and the interesting thing about that is, is new thought whether it be unity or whether it be um, Centers for Spiritual Living Science of Mind, they don't do a lot teaching and talking about past lives. Now, it's not because they don't necessarily believe in it. I, you know, no, I don't recall Ernest Holmes from Science of Mind or um, uh, Mr. Fillmore there talking about it in unity, um, whether or not we need to even know about past lives, but the, the focus was always on here and now, and I totally get it and understand that. That's what's really important is the here and now, okay? Because in the here and now is where you can make all your changes. In the here and now is where you can enhance things. Um, it's in the here and now that you get to enjoy the moment that you're going through, right? So the here and now and mindfulness and all the Eckhart Tolle stuff and John Kabat-Zinn, if you're familiar with wherever you go, there you are. The book he wrote uh, started off mindfulness. Um, and of course, like I said, Eckhart Tolle, and we're talking about mindfulness in the here and now. And we understand that. However, however, and I love the memes that are out there. Um, don't bother looking backwards because that's not the direction you're going in anyway. It's forward, right? 
Um, but if you've listened to my radio shows before, I always say it is so important to stop in the road wherever you are in life and turn around and look behind you, not to pay attention to where you were and all the experiences you went through while you were there in the past, but to see how far you've come down the road. So many people, when you're looking straight ahead and in the direction you're wanting to go, all you see is where you're not yet, where you're not yet. You look in front of you and you see that big road down there. You see your dream down there. You see what you want to manifest down there, right? And it's not here, not yet anyway, or you're not in that location. You're not in that spot. So you're always seeing where you're not. So you're still not paying attention to the here and now. And don't tell me that you can stand here with your eyes closed and just enjoy the here and now. Yes, you are. Okay, I don't care what's happening tomorrow. I'm just going to enjoy today. Okay, so no vacation plans for tomorrow. Um, the dream that you're not in today, you shouldn't be looking at or, or looking forward to. That's why, that's the phrase. Oh, I'm so looking forward to going on vacation. Oh, I'm so looking forward. Yes, of course I'm enjoying the work that I'm doing right now. That is great. But one of the reasons why I'm enjoying the work that I'm doing right now is because tomorrow I'm going to be at the beach. Yay. And not yet. Not really. Not me. Or I'm going to be in the mountains. Yay. Or the COVID virus is going to be over and we're going to be able to get back to the gym. Oh, my gosh, I need to get to the gym. Yay. Looking forward. What does that actually mean? I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward in the forward direction. When, when Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Because tomorrow has its own worries. Just worry about today. He said specifically, don't worry about tomorrow. So in other words, as you're looking forward to that vacation, you don't turn around and say, oh, but that's going to cost so much money. Oh, my gosh, we're going to spend so much money at the beach. Oh, what am I going to do that now? I'm, I'm on a diet and I'm going to be at the beach and am I going to be able to eat the same things? Oh, what about the cats? Holy cow, we're going to be gone all week long. What do I do? You don't have to worry and make up worries, make up issues that have not happened yet. That's what Jesus was talking about. Oh, you know, okay, is, is my job still going to be around tomorrow? I don't know. Why think about that? Oh, am I going to get sick and die tomorrow? Oh, what about getting hit by a car? Holy cow. Tomorrow I can go out in the middle of the street and get hit by a car. That would be terrible. Oh, my gosh. I used to joke and say because, you know, some of my dreams took long to get and a couple of them now. Like I turn around and say, oh, I know with my luck, I'll probably get my television show tomorrow and then die the day after. <laughs> but that was a joke. OK, that's a joke. I wasn't worried about that at all. I was joking, you know, only because of the time that it takes. Right. 
So we can look forward to tomorrow. There is nothing wrong with looking towards tomorrow. Therefore, therefore, there is nothing wrong in looking back to yesterday. Oh my gosh, I am so far more advanced. I am so far more evolved. Oh gosh, I thought my life was standing still, but really I was worse off 10 years ago than I am right now. Holy cow, I didn't have a love of my life back then. I do now. It's so remarkable, and I'm I'm enjoying my life so much more. Holy cow, I, I have so much more wisdom. I'm making so much better choices than I did back then. I have a nicer car than I ever had. Dang. And the house that I'm in, wow, yes. Now, that, of course, there are always exceptions to the rules. And I'm sure a few of you are even saying right now, yes, but what about Vincent? What about those people who look back yesterday and they see no changes today? Okay. Yeah, there are there are definitely those people. However, however, not looking back is not going to make them feel any better or worse. They feel worse, bad to start with, and that's the reason why they're in the same. If you are in the same place now than you were 10 years ago, you are doing life wrong. I'm going to say that again so every single person hears this and you share it with everyone else. If you are in the exact same place now than you were 10 years ago, then you are doing life wrong. You are not manifesting. You are not changing your belief systems. Albert Einstein said you can't solve a problem with the same set of beliefs that created it. So if you have a void in your life, if you are voiding love, if you are uh, have a void of finances, if you have a void of health and you've always had that and you've not changed anything, you've not changed your beliefs, you've not changed your attitude. So, of course, you're not going to change your circumstance. Why should anything change just because? Because the year changes. The year changes, but we don't change unless we do something different in this year. So then looking back isn't going to make it any worse. It'll actually still give you a chance to turn around and say, wait a minute. I've not changed anything since I was 20 years old and now I'm 40. Holy cow, I need to change my belief systems. But if you don't look back and you just pay attention to today, then you don't know what you've had that was wrong and what you've had that was good, and therefore you won't know how to replicate it today. So there is nothing wrong with looking back. A matter of fact, you can't help but look back. I'm sorry. Forget about yesterday. Forget, don't forget about yesterday. Don't listen to any of that crap. You don't want to forget about yesterday. That's like forgetting part of who you are. I work with people who have changed their names. That's another thing, listeners. If you've changed your childhood name, you've got an issue. You're not evolved. You are not evolved. You were not meant to get a Tibetan Sanskrit name. You would have been given that and you would have had that chosen for you when you were first born. What people are trying to do is forget their childhoods. That's why they're changing their name or even just going, I just want to go by the middle name. Why do you want to go by your middle name? Well, I like the middle name better. It's more me. No, it's not. The first name is you. That's what you were given when you were born. Yeah, but it wasn't given by by me. It was given by my parents, and now I can choose my own name. Why do you want to choose your own name? 
Because I like it better. You like it better than what? You like it better than the little person you were when you were born? Or you like it better now because you chose it and you're trying to forget who you were and how you were treated when you were that little person when you were born? Because that's the truth of it. People change their names because they want to change their past. That's not how you change your past. Going in legally... Having a document written up that says you're now Shirley instead of Elizabeth or you're now Star Angel. I love all the esoteric names that come up. I'm Angel. I really am Angel or I really am Star. The other name, um, Clarice, was too boring for me. And the same thing goes with guys' names, by the way. Guys don't do it as much, quite honestly, but women do. I want to change their name. So what does that mean then? It's because they're wanting to forget the past. And I want you to call in with questions. And if you do call, please just hold on to the line. I will be coming to you. I see I have callers already lined up. Um, that's great. Fabulous. Hold on. Hold on. I will get to your question. But I today want to talk about the past past. So if it's okay to look back into this past, it is also okay to look back into other past lives. Because who you are today, who you are today is a complete culmination of who you've been. Who you are today is a culmination of who you've been. You decided to take into this lifetime Traits from past lifetimes, be it intellectual traits, be it creative traits, be it personality traits, be it gender traits, be it orientation, sexual orientation traits, whatever it is, there are traits you took in with you in this lifetime, including how you want to look. Man, I was obese in that past life. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to go skinny. Okay. I was completely out of shape in that lifetime. Now I want to be built. I want to have a physique that's easy to build. Boy, do I wish I had chosen that. I don't know if I was ever one of those gods from a past life, you know. I wouldn't have minded this lifetime with one of those hot bodies, you know. It's so funny. On Facebook, I was just um, um, uh, doing... One of those who, what celebrity do you look like? And the picture that came up for me was The Rock. I was like, yeah, sure. And then, <laughs> my, I love you, sister-in-law. She turns around and she says, well, you both have the same smile. I don't care about the smile. I wanted the same bod. You know, but no, no, no. So I have to work my butt off just to try to keep me in shape a bit. A little bit late, but that's okay. Um, but in any case, you know, you choose all of those things. So if you choose all of those things, if you choose all of those things, then some of the things can also be getting in your way. All right. And, and you may not even know that some of those things may be getting in the way. That's the problem. You may not be knowing that some of those things are getting in the way. For example, here is a, a perfect um, past life issue that will definitely get in your way in this lifetime. Say you committed suicide in a past life. All right. 
So why is suicide so bad? Really, you know, there is no death if we really think about it, right? Well, we know about it, right? Now I'm a medium. Then life continues and you're in this life and you're not liking this life. So you want to end it and you want to move on to the next life. Okay, no problem. And that's not like I'm going to die cruelly. My soul goes on. But I don't like this life. This life is um, hurting me too much. This life is too much suffering. And I don't like all the negativity around me and all the people around me. I don't even like my parents. So I want out. Okay, why is that such a big deal? Well, I'll tell you why that's such a big deal. And and why, if anything, that is um, a hard, actually karmic circumstance to take care of. Why? Okay, before we come in to this world, and this is why it's so important to understand about past lives and reincarnation, whether you want to believe in it or not, or spend any time on it or not. It works whether you believe in it or not, just so that you know. But why you need to understand it is before we come in, we make contracts with souls. We decide the relationships we want to have, the people that are in your life, your parents, your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your best friends. It doesn't matter who, the major people and characters in your life, in this play that you have created for yourself, you created and wrote before you came here. But not just for the beginning part of your life, for the rest of your life. You will turn around and say, hey, you know what? By 50 years old, I should be pretty evolved. Let's you and I meet. And I'm going to be inspiring you. And you are in a position of of worldwide leadership. um, And I'm going to help you with a problem with some global issue. Okay, that'll be great, right? Okay, um, and then you over here. So, so you make those plans. Now, the beginning part of your life, of course, you forget everything, and you get caught up in life, and you get caught up in the story of your life, and it's not necessarily going on the path you originally planned. The blueprint is off, and life is tough and hard and difficult and painful, more painful than your soul expected you'd be able to handle. And you decide to off yourself. I want out. Well, every single soul you made a contract with now has to completely change his or her own plans. That person that was supposed to do something to save the world, be it water, be it uh, the environment and, and air, be it stop a war, you've just eliminated that part of their agreement with you. And, you, and, and you've left people, you've left them hanging, for lack of a better word, okay? You left them hanging with your own suicide. And this all happens on an unconscious level, obviously, obviously. And so now the soul has to rearrange everything out there. The moment you get to the other side, and this is for people who think that they're going to get it better on the other side. The moment you get to the other side, you say, what have I done? 
And as much as on the other side, they're not they're not chastising you. They're not condemning you. They go, oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, oh, gosh, I saw this coming. I saw this coming. And we tried to do everything we can to stop it. Um, man, how do you feel about that? I feel awful. I feel absolutely awful. I did not realize. I did not realize the effect that I had on the entire world. Every single person on the world somehow, some way is being affected because I committed suicide. Oh, my gosh. And you feel so guilty. You feel so guilty and your guides on the other side are telling you, OK, you got to let go of this guilt now. OK. All right. I, and you, you know that it was a, a lower choice. You know that it wasn't good. All right. So now you got to let it go. I can't. I can't. I can't let it go. I feel so guilty. Well, you, you know the, the principles here. You know, you you can't, you don't want to be left with bad feelings about yourself. So you need to do whatever you need to do to make this right for yourself. But don't torment yourself. You can forgive yourself at any time. You can let go of this at any time. Remember that restitution. Restitution is the ability to understand that your choices were low and that that's okay. Then you let it go. So you don't need to, don't go nuts, okay? I'm warning you, don't do anything stupid. And because we are um, of a being that still is stubborn and um, and we like to think we're open-minded, but we're narrow-minded and the soul turns around and says, I can't, I can't, I got to make up for this. I got to make up for this. And so it now decides to come back into a lifetime of loss, to experience nothing but loss and loss of love, loss of love. So if you're out there and you've lost your parents while you were growing up or one of them, one of them died or or family broke up and, and they split apart and your mother left, your father left and you never see them again. Or you had a brother or a sister and, one, and your brother or sister dies. Something happens, another loss. And as you get older, you fall in love and there's a loss there. It, it breaks up. You get married. It breaks up. You become divorced, whatever. It becomes sabotaged. Person leaves. Now, all of a sudden, your pattern is you completely keep losing. You lose your friends left and right all over the place. You have all these friends. I get that this is not abnormal. I just want you to know of the thousands of people that I have done readings for, I can't even count the number that have experienced these things in their lives, complete and constant loss. And now they're 50, 60 years old and they're desperate and they call me or call somebody, another psychic medium to see what is going on. And the first thing I see is you committed suicide in a past life and you're not forgiving yourself. You're not forgiving yourself. And can you reverse that? Yes, you can reverse all of that. I want, before we come to the end of the half hour, because that's coming up real quick now. Um, let me see. Well, we have a couple of minutes left. All right, listen, I've got a couple of callers. I know, Julia and Julie, you're there on the line. Um, hold on, please, until we come back. I've only got like three minutes left, and I certainly don't want to cut you off. So let me finish what I'm talking about right now, and I'll come back to you um, on the other side of the commercial. So hang in there with me, and everybody hang in there with me.
So you come into this lifetime and you may choose things to go through because of karma, because you want to feel better, because you want to correct the past, clean the slate, and it's getting and interfering in your life now. But you don't remember that that's what you did because you're not supposed to remember. It doesn't work if you remember and you're doing it and going through it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. So if there's constant loss in your life, it's definitely from the past. So that's an extreme example. But there are other examples. And some of the things we don't plan on choosing from a past life that come dragging in with us. When you know, if you're taking some things from a past life, you don't know what's attached to that. So you want to take the skill of, of, of playing an incredible instrument. So this lifetime, you just pick up something naturally. And oh, my gosh, you're a whiz, you know, at it. You're a servant and, and you become famous. But in the meantime, you also picked up some other personality traits with you that you don't like. You're intolerant of people. You're not necessarily fully compassionate because that's who you were in the last lifetime. Uh, maybe you were a very famous um, musician in a past life and you wanted to do it again this lifetime, but a little bit better. But you took some of the arrogance with you in that from that one and it's getting in the way or or fears, fears from a past life. And they're coming along because they were attached to some of the other traits that you took in this lifetime. So when when we do come back from the commercial after I do these calls and I and if you want to call in to talk about a past life, a problem that you're having in this lifetime that may stem from a past life, call in, call in at um, 816-251-3555 and, and let's see if we can tap into something. But you have to understand in this lifetime, you are being influenced not just by your childhood, but by every single one or pieces of other lifetimes that you had here on Earth. All right. We're going to come to the callers. Thank you for listening today. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and we're talking about past lives and reincarnation and how all of that can be affecting you in this lifetime. So don't give up because the answer also, well, how do I deal with that? Vince, now that you're telling me this, how do I let go of that past life? I can't go back there and fix it. No, that's the greatest thing about us souls. We can fix everything. Guess where? In the here and now. Join me. Stay with me. We'll see you in just a minute. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back. Yes, this is Vincent Jenna. And if you just joined the show, we're talking about past lives and how they can be having an effect on your life this time around. And we're going to get more into that. But I do want to go to my phone lines right now because I have these very patient people waiting on the online right now. And Julia, Julia from... 
Um, Ontario. Oh, my gosh. Ontario, Canada. Thank you so much for listening and for calling. Um, so how are you today, Julia? I'm okay. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you. Um, so what is your question for me today? How do I find out issues from my past life? I, um, I'm not a very good med- meditator. Um, I tried and I can't find out what's causing all the stuff that's happening right now. I totally get that. Um, And yes, it certainly would help if you can meditate. Um, I'll give you an exercise and everybody an exercise that they can do. It's a personification exercise. But of course, one of the best ways is to get a past life reading from somebody who is appropriate and expert enough in being able to do that. Um, You want to be able to get into, first of all, what's going on in this lifetime and why you might feel that it is coming from a past life. And and quite honestly, I do understand that you feel that, and I, I believe that there is part of your past life that is interfering, but I also feel that there is a lot of experiences that you've gone through in this lifetime, Julia, uh, that has caused enough scars and hurts that you may not be recognizing all of the actual hurts, or you've not been continuing to deal with it. For example, I have been completely tormented in my youth until I was 17 years old, from school peers, from my parents, being sexually molested, all of that, okay? I've done a great job working on those issues. I am where I am today because I worked on those issues. I've used my past to become the spiritual teacher that I am today, right? However, Little Vince, little Vinny wants to sneak in there almost every day to turn around and tell me, oh, you're not good enough. That's not going to happen. Oh, you're not worth being successful the way you want to be. Oh, you're not going to have your dream. So I have to be on top of him constantly. So actually, Julia, what I would say is because little Julia, just so that you know, would also be holding any issues from your past lives as well. You're going to want to get into communication with her. And here's the exercise that I want you to do. And this is for other listeners as well. I want you to take a pad and a pen. It's called a personification. And it's actually a meditation, but it's going to be better than the meditations you're used to, Julia. You take a pad and a pen and you just sit down there nice and quietly, you know, isolate yourself. Make sure you're not going to be interrupted for at least, you know, a, a good 10, 15, 20 minutes, right? This is your time. And you're going to sit there and just for a few minutes with your eyes closed, you're going to have the intention. I want to talk with little Julia and I want to talk with my past lives. That's it. You're just going to call it your past lives and little Julia, both of them. All right. As if past lives is another person. So you're going to sit there quietly just for a little bit with that intention. You know, if your brain starts thinking, oh, why am I doing this? I don't have any time. I should be doing something else. This isn't going to work. You just go, shh, be quiet. I'm going to sit here. This is my time with little Julia and my past lives. 
okay then after a few minutes of doing that you pick up the pad and the pen nice and gentle don't think about anything you just do it like this it's like you're going to write a script or a play so you go into the right hand column and you write little julia and big julia so first big julia is going to speak so you write the character big julia over on the left hand side and then write a line to little julia little julia are you there and then you'll come back over to the left-hand side, write the character's name, Little Julia, and past lives. And then whatever you want to write, whatever your imagination says to do, whatever comes up, you write. Yeah, we're both here. Oh, now go back over into the left-hand column, Big Julia. Oh, how are you feeling today? Go back over into the column, Little Julia. Uh, I'm scared. Whatever comes up, you write. Now, you don't think about it. You don't read it. You just write this stuff. After you're done, well, you may get four lines out. You may get four pages out when you first try this. You're going to keep it up until you get enough out because when you go back and you start reading it, what will be coming up from your unconscious mind are answers and things you've never heard before or you you've had them from when you were a child you didn't remember them anymore now but you want to bring these things to the surface everything including past life issues are deep within you now you need to bring it up so if you were to go to a past life regressionist if you were to have a past life reading all they would be doing was tapping into your energy right now julia and bringing it to the surface yes you did have some very hard past lives and in this one you're trying to make up for things but you put yourself through some of the same pains and i know you did that unconsciously obviously we're not going to sit there and choose to be abused we're not going to sit there and choose consciously you know what i want a really hard life you know we don't consciously say that but because of the past we wind up replicating that and and manifesting that and that's what i'm seeing and one of the things and julia is your mother deceased no so she's alive still okay so it's going to be hard to talk with her soul that would be good in a meditation um, because I'm feeling that you need to communicate with with actually a deceased family member um, and on your mother's side. Maybe your grandmother can help you with this. But like you said, you have a hard time meditating. But you, you, this is a time period, a perfect time period to open up as best you can and allow the information to come in. Because I'm feeling it's coming in. I'm being told that it's being blocked. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to hear what you've got to hear. Okay. That's going to be the, the, the most important thing. Do not be afraid. We have a protective mechanism that's built in our brain. That is its hot. One of its highest functions is to protect us and it protects us emotionally. You have to consciously say, I am ready to hear. That's one of the reasons why you have a hard time meditating. Your, your brain is actually protecting you because it's afraid to have things come up. You can't heal it unless you see it. Are you strong enough, Julia? Are you ready? I am. Then heal it. Absolutely. Good for you. And I'm glad that you called in. 
that's all as simple as that sounds it's a very hard practice so sit there with yourself do this exercise say i am ready bring it up because i am turning my life around commit to yourself and don't stop until it starts surfacing that's the only thing that i see is is that you're just protecting yourself let those feelings come up you're not a bad person that's number one you've got to start believing that you've got to believe you're lovable so you've got to start reinforcing that and tell Tell little Julie, Julia that as well, but don't stop until you get the answers because you'll be able to turn them around once you get them, okay? Thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, and love hearing uh, uh, your uh, voice oh every my gosh. week. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you very much. And Julia, don't be afraid. You can call any time. And you can even write me, drop, drop me, drop me a line to let me know how things going. You can write me, and this goes for anybody who has a question. You can also write me at info at vincentjenna.com. But thank you very much, Julia, for listening. I totally appreciate you. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes, that's, um, and, and Julia definitely um, has said something that so many people go through is, is like, I don't know how to stop all the garbage that's going on in my life right now. What am I doing? And, and, and if you hear her, I mean, and, and I'm, Julia, this is I commend you for calling and saying I, I, it's got to be something. It's got to be something in my life. It's got to be something either I'm doing or something that I did. That is such an incredible, courageous sense of responsibility. If half of the world, half, not even, if a quarter of 8.2 billion people, and I don't know how many that is, if anybody wants to do the math on that and let me know, tell me. Only a quarter of you, if if a, that many were able to take responsibility and say, you know what, my life is because of me. My life is because of me. I don't care if you want to use the word blame. What I mean, get rid of those words that make you feel even worse. That's the whole reason we don't take responsibility, because we've turned those words like blame, self-blame, all of that. It's your fault, fault, whose fault is it? So the word fault and the word blame have such negative connotation, nobody wants to accept that anymore. So they completely ignore it and ignore the fact that they are responsible. So use the word responsible. Use the word because. My life is because of me. But do something where you can turn it around and put the control in your hand. Yes, Blame, the fault, the responsibility is in your hand, but that is taking control, not losing control. Losing control is blaming it on everything else. That's when you've lost control. Though you may not like how your life has been going, but if you know that you're the one who can change it, oh my God, I, I took responsibility for that 37 years ago. And I'm glad that I did. As painful as it is, I'm glad that I did because I can turn it around. Even anything that happens to me physically, I can turn it around. Dopey things, horrible things, whatever. It is definitely because of me. I don't mind saying that. All right, I'm coming back on the air. Here we go, Julie. Julie from Denver, Colorado. I have dear friends that live in Colorado there. How are you, Julie? I'm well. How are you today? I'm doing great. So how can I help you? What's your question today? 
you know, it's so funny because your last um, person, Julia, uh, she and I had a lot of the same question. I, I was wondering how I can remove blocks because I feel like I've been working very hard on removing blocks right now in this life. So I thought, well, I heard your podcast and I thought, well, maybe it's something in my past life that I'm holding on to. So I'm really not sure. That That is great. And so you heard then just what I answered, Julia. And the same yeah. goes for you too, Julie. Yeah. The first, you always first, and this goes for everybody else, even though I'm talking about past lives, you always want to first make sure you're not overlooking something from this lifetime. Okay. So what I'm feeling exactly for you right now, Julie, is yes. And, and, Ah, gosh, I don't want to take away from any of the work that you've done. You've done incredible work. You've come this far. Haven't you appreciated the work you've done? I'll ask you that, Julie. That's a question for you. Haven't you appreciated the work you've done? I, to, to an extent. I still um, harbor self-doubt, so perhaps that's part of my issue, that, that I'm actually able to, to do what I need to do. Um, I but haven't you like done things? I have. I really All have. All right. Yes, you have. I want you to, I'm going <laughs> to, what I was talking about earlier, turn around and look behind you. And you tell me that you think you're the same person today that you were 10, 15 years ago. No, I am not. You are not. Better or worse, Julie? I am better. Of course you are. <laughs> Of course. So has any moment of the work you've done gone to waste? No, definitely no. it has not. Now you want more. And there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but never, ever, ever negate the beautiful work you've done. And that's what we do normally. Okay, you, you know what it's like? I'm 65 years old. I'm the spiritual teacher pretty renowned all over the world right now doing all these television and radio shows and I'm not tooting my horn. I'm just saying where I am. And right. I still have to deal with that little kid, Vinny, Vinny, who wants to come along and in the middle of all my great work and turn around and tap me on the shoulder and say, um, Vincent, you're not going to get your dream. You might as well just let that go because you're really not good enough, I still have to deal with him. And if the, I've 37 years of work, Julie, 37 years of work. Is it frustrating to hear little, little Vinny? Absolutely. I'm like, oh, God, you've got to, you're kidding, kid. I thought you were in your room playing um, a PF4. On, go back. Go ahead. You know, you want to just push him away. But you can't. And you shouldn't. Because it's the dangling carrot, Julie, before you. You've done a lot of work, and you want to remember that. But you got to constantly keep reminding little Julie that is the only thing. You, Yes, you are believing in yourself. However, you still have your doubts, just that you admitted. And that's not a full block because you're admitting it. If you were to turn around and say, there's nothing, um, I fixed everything, it's got to be something else. You know what? I heard somebody say that they put a curse on me. I think it's a curse on me. That's what it is. Somebody put a curse on me because it's not me. You're not saying that. 
right. sounds like you're a little disappointed in yourself. And that's the t part that you have to give yourself a break. You have to give yourself a break now. Okay. okay. Are you going to have doubt? Oh, girl, of, uh, why not? <laughs> what was, was your life that easy that you shouldn't have any doubt? Of course you're going to have doubt, kiddo. The world, you weren't raised the way you were supposed to be raised. You didn't experience what you were supposed to experience. So, of course, you have scars. They're scars. Think of them as scars. And okay. sometimes those scars get inflamed. And sometimes they do get in the way. And just want to let you know, let go of 2020. Don't use that to judge any part of your life. This goes for everybody, but especially you, Julie, because 2021 is going to catapult you more straightforward. I want you to know that you've done great work. And keep letting little Julie know how fabulous she is and remind her because you don't just like I don't. I do not completely love myself. Not 100 percent. I know it. Yes, I have a fabulous relationship. Right. But I still have my buttons pushed. And every so often I'll, I, I there is a little angst feeling that maybe people don't care about me or maybe they don't love me. But that's little Vinny. You, you don't go through an, a youth of torment without something that you have to deal with later on. And so, I, I you know, however intense it was for you, Julie, you're going to be dealing with this for the rest of your life as far as reminding little Julie how lovable, how magnificent, how beautiful, how big her heart is. And yes, love, love, love. You deserve love returned to you. Okay? You deserve love returned to you. So it's time. It's time to heal your love life. Because the one thing that you're missing, that I'm feeling you missing, is reinforcement, validation. I get that. And I get it from my wife. I've been with her for 47 years. She's amazing. And any time that I feel low, yes, I have to pick me up on my pants, you know, straps. But she's uh -huh. also there being able to say, oh, you do great work. You are great. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's going to get better. Or you are, Vince, you've always been a good person. You're always a loving person. So I have that reinforcement that a lot of people don't have. You need right. that reinforcement too. So okay. let it enter your life now. Okay. More than ever before, okay? Yep. You okay? I am. I am. Thank you very much. Just remember that you are great. You're magnificent. Just keep reminding. And also remember that no other human being on this planet can define who you are. Only you can. And God did when God created you and us, right? That immediately defined who we were. How can anything... And even if you don't want to believe in a God, let's say a power, how can this power that created all of this other incredible stuff create something meaningless and weak like us? We are the greatest of its creations. So we have to remember then that our parents may not be able to 
reinforce that or nurture that belief out of us, but we can. Okay, so just remember that, okay, Julie? I will. Thank you very much. All right, and get out there and help the world because that's what you're meant to do, by the way. You're a helper and a healer. You do know that, right? (laughs) Yes, I've been working on that. (laughs) No working. Work on others. Okay? Okay. (laughs) All right, hon. You take care of yourself. And and it's nice, uh, my fellow practitioner, Julie. Everybody else, get to pay attention to what Julie's going to be putting out there because if you need some help, she'll be able to help you. Oh, thank you. Well, there you go. You're in trouble now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hon. You take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, We got fabulous callers today. Okay, so, um, all right, I got to wait. And um, let me know, Louis, if um, the other caller on the line now. Oh, yeah, all right. Here we go. Joan. Oh, wait. Hold on. You're on the air. Oh, I'm okay. Joan. You okay. there? Yeah, Joan. Yeah. Oh my gosh, thank you for calling in. How are you today? Where are you calling from, uh-huh. by the way? North Carolina. That's my territory. Where in North Carolina? Well, um, not too far from me. I'm near Chapel Hill. Fabulous. And how can I help you? What's your question today, Joan? Well, I recently had my mother pass, which has been um, a profound experience and I only started listening not too long ago I don't know if there's anything um, with you being a medium that you have to say to me today um, oh, I can um, well yeah all right all right let's let's talk about that all I keep hearing is the moment she stepped to the other side She knew who you were. I I don't know if this will make sense to you, Joan. You let me know if it does. She knew who you were while she was alive, but she had no idea who you really were until she got to the other side. And she has a question for you, which is interesting. Why Uh did somebody as big, as loving, as special as you, why did you choose me to be your mother? Was it because I'd be the one who would let you become who you were meant to be? Are you some savior or something, Joan? All I keep getting is this tremendous energy and this unbelievable healing ability from you. And mom wants to say that that if if the world had more of your heart, it wouldn't have any of the problems that it has today. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense on a certain level, but I'm I'm very depressed right now, very. Wow. Um, is it because of the grief is what I'm feeling? It's the grief and seeing my father left behind, who's in, in a, a challenging mind state now. He has dementia, and I'm worried about our family trying to take care of him. He's at a distance. And so, yeah, there's a lot of grief, but thank yeah. you for... I wanted to I want to definitely point that out to you so you remember that um, mom mom what mom is saying is um, don't your father is being taken care of and mm-hmm. um, he is he is up there in ages is, is is your father in his 80s Joan 
Yes, he'll be 85 okay. in September. He's 85. Okay. All right. So what I'm feeling is what mom is saying, let's see if this makes sense to you, is that um, your father, his soul is very tired and he's actually uh -huh. wanting to cross over. Um, yeah. It's a little harder for him to leave um, because of his male mind and also because of the dementia. If he was a little bit more, yeah. you see, unfortunately, mental health can get in the way of our passing yeah. um, because consciously we can let go. But if there's any type of mental health in there, our conscious mind no longer knows how to let go and our unconscious mind winds up following along with what the conscious mind is saying. And so there's a part of him that's holding on, but there's the other part and obviously his soul that wants to take him. Um, mom yeah. says that he has been, he's kind of been difficult in the past, maybe a little stubborn. Is that is that part of his yeah. past personality? Okay, Yeah. So so she's saying that's getting in the way, but he's being watched. And uh -huh. and don't don't let your compassion overtake you. Um, uh, no, university said, you know, you know, everybody creates their own um, life and that's including their own passing. So there's very little you'd be able to do to comfort him to start with. So you can comfort him with your words and feeding into the energy like you know you can. Do do you currently do energy work, Joan? Uh, not currently. Well, you stopped. Yes. But you did. You did work. Okay. Yes. So you know what I'm talking about then? I I do. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give yourself a break and back up. Oh my gosh. Joan, do me a favor and write me at info at vincentjanet.com so that I can continue. It's at the end of the show right now. I want to thank the listeners for joining me today. Um, this is Vincent Jenna and take care. Have an incredible week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.